Hello and welcome to Into the Greta Podcast, where we watch and recap every episode of Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. I am one of your hosts, Sean, and I'm joined as always by my fellow host, Mike. Mike, how's it going? It is going pretty darn well, Sean. Uh, off to a great start of the month. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Before we get in the episode, uh, I wanted to talk about a little thing that I did today. Uh, well, first Ooh. of all, a couple episodes ago, I think, I talked about how I ordered uh they're, they're releasing the new uh dino megazord set oh right uh, yes we did yes we did i i think i talked about on the podcast that i pre-ordered it because i i i don't collect the figures because that's a lot but whenever they come out with a megazord or a morpher i don't mind i don't mind scooping those up so i got a i got an email today that that shipped so that uh-huh. should be here hopefully sometime soon. Ooh, nice. And I also today got an email from I want to say Walmart, uh, telling me that the because you know they're doing the lightning co- collection uh, morphers, right? Of the uh-huh. original morphers, right? Uh-huh. Telling me that that those are in stock again. The pre-orders were in stock because they were sold out when I went to go look. So I pre-ordered uh-huh. the uh, the Lightning Collection, uh, uh, Mighty Morphin Power, Mighty Morphin Power Morpher. So, and it comes hey. with all the coins. Yes, it does. Which is dope. And I actually already own, off of Amazon. I think I own all of the Ninja coins and all the Thunder coins already. Hmm. Awesome. So that's pretty cool. Um, and I'm I'm excited to get those. I just wanted to bring those up because. I like getting the morphers, and I, I think the power morpher is pretty cool. I think it's a cool design, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if you guys, if any of the collectors out there, got any, if there's anything coming up in the lightning collections that you guys are excited about, you can talk to us about that too. Yes, I was just honestly thinking about that right as you before you said that. I was like, dude, uh, email us, tell us about yeah. your collection. Tell us what you want to get and all that stuff. And that email you can email us at is gointothegrid at gmail.com or you guys can tweet at us at gointothegrid on Twitter. And tell us what, what's your favorite piece of Power Rangers merch that you own? What's your favorite uh, thing coming in the Lightning Collection? What's your favorite whatever? Just, you know, let's talk about some Power Rangers. Something to fill up the beginning of these shows. <laughs> yeah, and... And if you cosplay as any rangers, what do you dress up as? What rangers yeah. in particular? Because that also, us. yeah, do that. And tweet us a picture of it. Even go for it. I would love to see that. I want to see some ranger cosplays. If you cosplay as Doggy Kruger from SPD, I want to see that. I want <laughs> to see somebody cosplay as Doggy Kruger. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be amazing. That would be a level up on cosplaying. That is a badass costume yeah he's a he's a cool motherfucker um oh that's all i really had for housekeeping was talking about the uh power rangers merch i ordered um no that's that's fine uh please do tell about what we're gonna embark on uh sean this is the start of a two-parter well this is episode this is episode 32 it's called Sorcerer of the Sands. It originally aired on November 9th, 2000, directed by Worth Keeter, who we've talked about, and written by John Fletcher and Jackie Marchand. Uh, do you remember this episode, Mike? 
I do not. I'm. I was glancing over at the information. I don't remember a goddamn thing about it, and I don't know what the Shadow World is at all. I don't. I don't remember this episode at all either. And guess what? All the information was on Ranger Ranger Wiki, so I didn't have to look like watch the episode beforehand to get the uh, breakdown. Yeah, and... this breakdown is intense. Oh my god. It's yeah, like, I don't. I full, don't know what the fuck's full, gonna happen. Full on. Full on breakdown of this episode. Um, yeah, we'll have to watch it and find out. All right. Well, one more time. If you guys want to follow the show, you can do so at Go Into the Grid on Twitter or email us at Go Into the Grid at gmail.com. But with all that said and done, I think it's time. I think it's time for us to go into, into the, the grid. grid. We're back. We just watched episode 32 of Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. If you guys want to follow along, we watch on Netflix. Mike, what did you think of the episode? That was a dense episode. Yeah, a lot happened. Yeah, this is definitely a start of an arc, a mini arc uh, yeah. here. So, uh, yeah, that's I. Yeah, I, I liked it. It was good. I liked it as well. Uh a lot of plot happened. A lot of oh, plot happened. Not, and this is why, uh, strangely enough, the only reason why Ridge Wiki has it here. Um, yeah. And yet the rest of the season, I checked, has nothing. So, I assume the last episode has something, right? Usually oh, they get shit. the finales. That's, you're right. Sorry. Take that back. The last episode has that. Uh, the other episodes don't. So is our last, uh, last synopsis from ranger wiki so until the end episode all right well let's jump into the episode uh we start out with the rangers they're out on a training exercise where joel and kelsey are racing against each other yep after kelsey wins the race she asks dana who's holding a stopwatch how she did and uh joel just gets absolutely fucked um <laughs> dude is like uh, he he gets he like drops his uh his the thing that you use to attach yourself to a rope, the little clippy thing. Carabiner. Yeah, sure, that. <laughs> uh, he drops that, and he gets back, and he's like, that rope was malfunctioning, or something like that. Excuses, and excuses, Joel. Excuses, Joel. And Dana reveals that she forgot to stop the watch because she was thinking about Ryan. And Kelsey tells us that they're all worried about Ryan, but meanwhile, in the desert, Ryan is back! And he's wandering! And then he... Passes out. <laughs> yep. It's not a not a super triumphant return for Ryan. Yeah. He's found by an old man with a crow on his shoulder. And back at the Skull Cavern, Queen Banshira tells Olympias that she's thinking about returning the star power to Diabolico as he has disappointed her. She then warns her son not to fail her again for like the 2000th time. Yep. And an effort to prove that he's worthy. Well, first... So 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 Olympias summons Jinxer, and while he's summoning him, he's like fucking attacking the air. Yeah, he's like well, he's pissed. He just, he's mad and pissed. Like I need to a tantrum. I need to like prove myself. Like mm, 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 ah. yeah, he's throwing a weird tantrum. Uh, and Jinxer shows up, and he tells Jinxer to give him the key to a place called the Shadow World, so he can go there. But why would you want to go there? Yeah, why would you want to go there? And Jinxer is reluctant, but Olympias forces him to give him the key, 
which he does. And unbeknownst to them, Diabolico is secretly lurking beyond them. And then we go to the theme song. Yep, that was a hell of a cool open. It's a lot. There's a lot that happens in that opening. Back in the desert, Ryan tells the old man he's looking for the Sorcerer of the Sands so he can read the incantations from the tomb that he wrote down in the notebook, which is, I'm actually surprised that, like, they remembered that he did that Mm. because it's been six episodes. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that there's some continuity going on. The old man wants to see the notebook, but Ryan tells him it's for the Sorcerer of the Sands, and the old man fucking drugs him. Yep. So he can which is dark as hell. Yep, which is to grab the notes and shows it up to the crow, which I guessed uh, about the crow. Uh, yes, fucking. We'll crow. say it now. The crow is the sorcerer of sand, sands. Of the sands. Yeah, I'm thinking. Um, thinking that fucking crow. Like she showed off like everything to the crow, and it's like that fucking crow is a sorcerer. It's like fuck, <laughs> dude. And it's it's this kind of a great shot of like. They show the shadow of the crow reading yep. the book, and it, it looks cool. It was a cool shot, indeed. In the Skull Cavern, Diabolico and Viper watch as Olympias is guided in the shadow world by the gatekeeper. And we've gotten more bad guy lore in the five minutes of this episode than in 31 episodes of the show before. <laughs> yes. Viper eagerly wants to get the key, but Diabolico tells her to be patient. In the Shadow World, where the souls of destroyed monsters are sent to wander forever, Olympias tells the Gatekeeper he wants him to lure the Power Rangers into the Shadow World. And the Gatekeeper kind of reminds me of Zordon. Doesn't he sound like him a little bit? Catch that when I was listening to the voice of the Gatekeeper. I know it's not the guy, but it's not um, David Fletcher. Is that his name? Um, Something like that, right? uh fielding i think you're thinking of fielding it's, fielding um it's not it's 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 the uh the go yeah no it's not the, yeah but yeah it's 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 a familiar voice it's, it's the go-to guy that he's voiced many many monsters before in in previous power ranger seasons so um yeah yeah weird a a decorated power rangers actor yeah um Viper eagerly wants to get the key, but... Oh, wait, we already talked about this. Yep. Uh, the gatekeeper causes destruction in Mariner Bay to get the ranger's attention, and when the gatekeeper is confronted by the rangers, he quickly transports them to the Shadow World. In the Shadow World, the rangers are confronted by Olympias and the gatekeeper, who then summons an army of past monsters defeated by the rangers. Which is a dope fucking premise. Mm-hmm. Like, the Shadow World is an awesome idea. I really, really love it. The rangers then try to destroy the monsters with their V-Lancers, but the monsters simply return, which again makes sense and is super cool. Meanwhile, back in the desert during the morning, Ryan wakes up and reveals to the old man he seeks the Sorcerer of the Sands to defeat Queen Ben Shira, which frightens the man. Oh, no, no. So, during... Alright, I'll say two things. First, every time he mentions Queen Ben Shira, a horse is neighing in the background. And it's so funny. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. That is a reference. Uh, I don't know if you are aware of a certain Mel Brooks film known as Young Frankenstein. In that film, a name is shouted and a horse just neighs in the background. It's a kind of a gag in the film. So I was like, dude, Power Rangers is a Mel Brooks fan. That's awesome. <laughs> just I was laughing I... the whole time when they did that each time. I was like, yo, yes. I've seen Young Frankenstein, but it's been a long time. 
Yeah, so it was a nice nod to a film. I was like, nice. And second, all of a sudden, the crow starts to talk. It's like, yeah, the crow fucking speaks. It's like, do not worry. I I am the sorcerer, and he transforms into this very much a long beard, like sorcerer wizard. Definitely not the form I expected him to take. I expected him to be like a demon monster type thing. I definitely didn't expect him to just be a straight up dude. Oh yeah. I don't know what you were expecting, but I that that wasn't it. <laughs> no, I was expecting a dude. It was just like. Because uh-huh. why would you have a demon? It was just like, it's, it's a... I don't know. I, I was thinking maybe he's like the opposite of a demon. He's like an angel, but I don't know. But he's like, maybe he's like an angel with fucking, I don't know, a cool design. I, I The design of the sorcerer was still cool. I, I dug the Dumbledore look, but uh, it was not what I was expecting. Um... And this episode is the most the show has ever leaned into the mystical aspect of the yes. demon stuff. Yes, indeed. Like, we're fighting demons every week, but we don't really acknowledge it. Ryan tells the Sorcerer of the Sands that he is the Titanium Ranger, even though we don't ever fucking see him being it. And he's trying to seal Queen Banshira into the tomb again. The Sorcerer of the Sands agrees to help, but he reveals to Ryan that he needs the golden key to read the incantations. And in the shadow, well, this is like a a fucking Star Wars movie. Wait, what the fuck? They need the dagger, and they need somebody that can fucking speak Sith. What the shit? J.J. Abrams fucking ripped off the Sorcerer of the Sands. <laughs> oh, look. Only this blade tells. Only this blade tells. Only you get the oh, episode when you can come as a Star Wars related. Of course, I get the fucking episode that reflects the worst Star Wars movie. God. <laughs> fucking. Oh course only this play tells it's literally it, uh, <laughs> all right uh in the shadow world the rangers realize the gatekeeper staff is what is allowing him to control the monsters and using their thermal blasters they destroy the staff without his staff the gatekeeper can no longer control them and now their purpose is to destroy everything they see including him and olympias which is super fucking cool that's that's really 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 cool um, I love the idea of these things just like being mindless zombies at this point because oh. they're dead and just going after whatever's in sight. Yep. Olympias attempts to open the portal back so they can escape from the Shadow World. However, Diabolico steps in and steals the key to leave them trapped in the Shadow World forever. Diabolico finally making a play at the throne, dude. Mm-hmm. The Rangers retreat to a cave to escape from the relentless army of monsters. In the desert, Ryan and the Sorcerer of the Sands learn that the Rangers are in danger, danger, and they use like these weird beads in a bowl to fucking like let's do some weird let's, shit. Let's see what the jewels say. Yeah, those looked like fucking Moncala beads to me. I I was totally thinking the same fucking thing, man. Yeah, I was just yeah, like, they used, look like I used to play that. I was just like those damn yeah, fucking yeah, jewels and beads. It's like, oh my god. The Sorcerer of the Sand contacts them and leads them to a portal to escape the Shadow World. And he's like, come towards the light, Rangers. And usually in fiction, you don't want to go towards the light. Oh, right. Not a good idea. That's why it's like, Carter's like, are you sure it's not a trap? And Dana's like, it's about Ryan. I'm sure of it. Let's go. How are you sure? Well, they used his name. Okay, but he was fucking raised by the demons. Like, (laughs) they know his name. 
However, three monsters, Fire, Fire Ore, Furnace Monster, and Liz Twin, follow them through the portal before it closes. The rangers return to Mariner Bay, but the three monsters appear in giant size. The rangers then summon the Super Train Megazord, which destroys both Liz Twin and the Furnace Monster, and the Lightspeed Solar Zord, which destroys Fire Ore. And we get another useless Megazord battle that is over really quickly. Yeah, But there is some new music that plays there. Ah, okay. I did not catch it. Uh, back in the Shadow World, Olympia struggles to fight the monsters while Diabolico, Viper, and Lokai watch as they have succeeded at getting rid of Olympias. When Queen Benshira learns of this, she declares Olympias a failure who deserves to be left to rot in the Shadow World. Queen Benshira tells Diabolico that he is in charge of rebuilding her palace once again, but warns him if he fails, he will suffer a fate worse than Olympias. Which, like, he's already died, so... Right. I don't... What are you going to do to him at this point? And the three demons, now knowing that Benshira cares more about rebuilding her palace than her own son, are unnerved by her ruthlessness. Which, like... Oh. I don't know. I. Oh, now she... you're getting it? Yeah, it takes him forever, but she is a cold-hearted bitch. Damn. Is she? Damn. She gave everybody a lot of chances. True. I think she gave them too many chances. But at this point, it's like, I don't care about my son anymore. He can rot for all I know. It's like, damn. Kind of a failure. Damn. Kind of a failure. And I, I was reading a little bit ahead, and I, damn, Queen Bashira is going to wreck some shit later on, dude. She, I hope so, she, dude. She is a, whoa. I'm, I hope she doesn't go out like Me Mesagog did. Because I remember that was our big complaint about the end of Dino Thunder, yeah. Mesagog. Had a really anticlimactic ending. Then they begin to feel an earthquake at the Skull Cavern as the Sorcerer of the Sands reads the incantation, seal, seal away the demons once yep. again. And he's like, and he just does the spell thing, and, he, and the Sorcerer's like, hi, And They really didn't put a whole lot of work into it. For the chanting, no, it's just like, and then Diabolico was like, all right, I'm enough with this bullshit. I'm going to do my own chanting. Yeah. <laughs> They're really not saying shit, are they? No, not even. And he fucking kills the Sorcerer of the Sands. Rip that, dude. Yep, turns, them, turns them into sand and burns the book. Got fucking Thanos snapped. Yep. Fucking. And Diabolico was just like, you have failed once again. Alright, you feel me for the last time. Titanium Ranger. Titanium Ranger. Diabolical while holding the golden key then gloats to Ryan that he has failed. And Ryan has an angry look on his face as the episode ends. Yep. And that's the episode. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh yeah. There was a lot that happened there. Um Okay. So let me look at the notes because oh yeah you got this yeah so uh like we mentioned Ryan has reappeared after six episodes uh Captain Mitchell and Miss Fairweather's not in this episode I didn't notice that until just now but you're right they aren't um, which they're not like not a big deal I mentioned that already I'll give you an error actually if you catch this error uh, Carter actually okay. calls the Lightspeed Megazord the Rescue Megazord yeah I saw that. But uh, the cool thing about the zombie demons in the shadow world, uh, and I think these are listed as, because they'll come back in the next uh, episode, but here's what uh, uh, the costumes are. Uh, let's see. 
because three of them actually escaped out, which uh, Sean did mention, but I'll, I'll omit those. Um, but other ones included were Thunderclaw, Spellbinder, Quakemon, uh, Freezard. Uh, oh, oh, really? That was in there? I'm not going to say that because that's an upcoming episode, Monster. Um, I think he meant was Twin, actually. Uh, Shakatron, uh, Flow War, War uh, Tree Eve, Treeville, uh, Murmatron, and Gular. So, <laughs> yeah, and I'm looking at this, and it seems that this is where they also summon the, the monsters from the first time, not just when they're defeated. Because you said that there's, first of all, there's a monster that's not going to show up for a couple episodes, but also Treeville is also not going to show up for a couple episodes. Oh, shit, you're right. I didn't even see that in the parentheses. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, two of the monsters are just like a little preview. If you can look closely at the footage, uh, if you know which ones you're looking for. Um, but yeah, most of the costumes appeared in their respective episodes. But the fight footage and story is actually from episode 42 of Gogo 5, which we jumped from the previous episode. So. Of course, that's common in Power Rangers. Yeah, let's uh, go into the data. All right, what's the best moment of the episode, Mike? I will admit it was pretty cool seeing those zombie demons doing their thing in the shadow world. The first, yeah. the first appearance of them, and it's like... I agree. That was the coolest, I think, was the zombie demons appearing. And then when they reappeared... Yeah, that was really badass. Who's the MVP this episode? I will say... I'll, I'll give it a Diabolical. Okay. You know what? Yeah, I, I'm with you. He, uh... He really got shit done. Yeah, he, uh, had... A, he was lingering around. He had a plan... And uh, he executed it, so sort of. All right. Yeah. Out of five? Out of five. Uh, this is a solid episode, actually. I kind of really dug it. There's no flaws. Yeah. I would give it a solid five out of five. Yeah, I'm with you. So that, That's a five. It was a good episode. Very good episode. Got a lot of lore. Very much so. Uh. Yeah, and I, this is going to be a shorter episode of the podcast, but honestly, uh, this episode was good in a way that there's really not a whole lot to talk about. Like, it, it was just good. Mm -hmm, exactly, yeah. The, the, the recap was straightforward, and I we talked to what we talked. It was, it was really nothing else to talk about. I, I, I had the same experience with a similar podcast this week. We had, like, nothing to talk about, and we just ended it short, so... All right. Well, Mike, where can the people find you? Uh, the people can find me personally on Twitter at Mike Mixtape. That's where you see me tweet about. God damn it, Bixie. Bixby. No, stop. <laughs> I didn't understand that. I, I didn't realize I have a problem with my name with the word mix being bix i guess you do i guess that it's a recent occurrence people god damn it you're gonna keep this in and i know it i don't really care um <laughs> uh, yes mike mixtape uh, personally i tweet fuck <laughs> <laughs>
I didn't realize it was such a, an occurrence. Mm. I, I, I tweet personal stuff, uh, life stuff, movie stuff, whatever I fucking want to. Um, I have my own podcast network. It's Project Mixcast. I just want to, I'm trying to be careful with saying mix. Uh, I am doing a lot of shows there. I'm still working at it. Uh, right now, the flagship show Men Among, Monst- Men Among Monsters is there, which is the Godzilla sh- podcast I do with David B. Uh, if by the time you hear this, there's going to be up to date. So I'm doing other shows as well. Uh, definitely check it out at Twitter at Project Mixcast. And anchored at FM slash Project Mixcast. But if you want to follow the Godzilla podcast alone on Twitter, it's actually at Men Among Monster without the S. I'm posting a lot of Godzilla content there, and as well as the episodes in general when I upload them. So definitely follow it there. And uh, I do a podcast with our mutual friend Tyler, uh, who does Comic Edition with Sean here. Uh, we do a podcast called Ride or Die, which is a Comrade podcast where we're covering Comrade or Double. Um, at this point, uh, we might be done with Come Rider Double pretty soon, and we'll go to the next uh, series. So it's exciting stuff. Uh, check it out at Twitter at Rider Die Podcast, and check it out at Anchor.fm uh, ri- slash Rider Hyphen Die because that hyphen is important in the middle. Otherwise, we'd be lost in Anchorland without that hyphen. Um. That, 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 my friend, is all about me. Just follow my Twitter. Just do what you can and just follow me. All right. Well, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. All my podcasts that I do are in my bio. And all of the shows art was done by at my name is Sean on Twitter at my name is S-H-A-U-N-N-N. Follow Sean on social media for all things design and nerd related. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. My name is Sean, S-H-A-U-N-N-N. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys want to follow the show, you can do so at Go Into The Grid on Twitter. And you guys can email us at gointothegrid at gmail.com. We host the show on Anchor. And you guys can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, CastBox, and Podcast Addicts. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll catch you guys next time when we go into the grid. 